0: You're listening to Death of the Reader. This is Review Season, and we've finally reached the top five placements. In fifth, I would like to take us back to a simpler time, one where Saxons roamed the countryside and the Black Plague was the hottest new piece of goss on the market. I am, of course, handing this position to Absolution by Murder, authored by Peter Tremain as the first entry in the iconic Sister Fidelma series. Murder by Absolution was one of the novels that I was most nervous about bringing to the table this year, being not just a piece of historical fiction, but being written by acclaimed Celtic scholar, Peter Beresford Ellis. This story takes place at a real event that happened to real people. Mostly, it mixes in fictional with non-fictional characters in order to create not only an entertaining tour of the Abbey of Whitby in 664 AD, but also to entice fellow historians with a piece of speculative fiction around the infamous Synod of Whitby, wherein the Christian churches of Celtic and Roman peoples were forced to reconcile their differences. The true trick of this book is that even though it's set several thousand years in the past, the politics of religious freedoms and interpretations of the truth, particularly religious truth, align themselves well with the modern understanding of murder mystery. At this nexus event of history, an abbess, attain is found murdered. Sparks fly between the different factions as the Celts investigate the Romans, and the Romans threaten to crush the Celts under their heel, in a good Christian sort of way. Enter our protagonist, Sister Fidelma. She's a member of the Celtic branch of the church, has a fierce head of red hair, so we know that she means business and will likely end her tale burning something down. And she is tasked by the neutral good King Oswy to make sense of the abbess's death and see who might want to bring her harm. Because Oswy is a good and wise king who looks for treachery around every corner, he assigns for Delma a Saxon who is aligned with the Roman Church so that whatever conclusion the two of them may reach, it can be judged as impartial. This is the key to understanding and enjoying the novel. Taken at face value, it's a fairly straightforward plot with an excellent sense of place. The killing of a man by drowning him in a wine barrel is a particularly fun metaphor of a murder. And the romance that threatens to blossom between our two detective leads is a lot of fun, if a little predictable. But I found myself getting the most out of this book where research meets speculation. In the real historical event of the Synod of Whitby, the King Oswe is a respectable footnote mediating between the Celtic and Roman churches to come to what everyone can agree is the impartial and therefore correct answer. Because he is more familiar with the Celtic traditions and his wife was brought up Roman, he is understood to represent that neutral ground. Fidelma and her Saxon sidekick Eadolphe then are a fictional tool used to explore the conflict that must have been going on in the heart of the king on that day that set Christianity on the course to follow the Romans once more. All throughout the book, Tremaine is peppering his own observations of Christian European culture and applying a healthy layer of skepticism to generally accepted truths of Whitby as we know it. We interrogate a supposed madman about astrology, we meet the hard-hearted son of the king, Ulfrith, who clearly doesn't respect his father in the slightest. All of these fleshy character scenes are interspersed with check-ins on the debates happening within the heart of the Abbey, where we can see Tremaine has done his homework, including speeches and annotations taken verbatim from historical texts, adding to the weight of the novel as a whole and raising the stakes. Obviously, as we live in the 21st century, we know what the ultimate outcome of the synod was. The, the country didn't devolve into chaos. King Ozwi was not thrown out by his countrymen into the sea. But when Tremaine pulls back the murder mystery curtain to the beating essence of the novel, we get to partake in his own imagination of what really happened over this synod, in this time, in this place, taking dates and locations from textbooks and breathing life into them and filling them with real people whose daily lives actually did hang in the balance of debates that took weeks to resolve, but which ultimately were about very little, like the way that a monk should cut their hair and how exactly should we calculate the days of Easter? You know, the important arguments. Now, I wanna jump back to Sister Videlma herself. She is not just any sort of detective, but a dowdy, pardon my Irish, and in her culture, this gives her the authority to stand up to kings, This, of course, is implemented to support her fiery nature and give her authority over the scene. And these are some really fun sequences where she calls out those around her that have authority. And there's a lot of how dare she and you can't do that, especially from brother Adolf, who is a slightly humbler man of science and medicine. The two of them do well together, where she is undoubtedly the clever of the two. He has brought a technical knowledge, allowing them to bounce off of each other, despite their insistence that they really don't get along that well, and they're definitely not about to fall in love over the course of the series. Fidelma, first and foremost, prioritizes the search for the raw truth, and there is an underlying sense that if she were to find out the wrong truth, and the wrong people found out about this, things might not end terribly well for her. Which is why Eandolf exists. Absolution by Murder is a masterclass in historical fiction and actively drove me to do my own independent research to fully understand the text. Tremaine has done a phenomenal job of playing with classic murder mystery tropes in an unconventional period while also creating a historical argument around the personal motivations of the political figures involved in the religious arguments at the Synod of Whitby. I highly recommend giving this one a shot if you'd like to see Murder in a medieval style. You're listening to Death of the Rears Review Season. This is Herds, and I hope that you'll reach out to us at Flix and Herds to let us know what your favorite historical murder mystery has been this year, or any year, really. You'd love to hear what you've been digging up. You're listening to 2SCR, 107.3.